Yo, you can hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now, man. Cool. I hear you as well. All right, that's great. Cool. Yeah, thanks so much for being on, man. Dude, thanks so much for having me. It was, uh, it was a nice thing to wake up to when you asked. Oh, yeah. I mean, to me, it's, you know, I like seeing the growth of everybody. And that's why I have, like, guests on again and stuff, because comedy is ever-changing. And I think you understand that with, like, being a perfumer, a performer through music. Yeah, like, definitely. You're, there's always a progression. So whenever someone gets something big, like when Tim Rager got uh, the gig at uh, Vinny's as the host, mm-hmm. I had him on again because I was just like, that's another step. Yeah. Uh, when someone has an album, it's like, you know... Uh, so I just wanted to ask you first about your music. Uh, what kind of music do you do? So uh, I have a band called Wet Brain. Uh, we play, it's like, I guess it's like alternative. But again, like you said, like the same with comedy, it's like ever changing. We started as kind of like this weird, like grunge psychedelia, sort of modest mouse meets like, I don't know, some some weird stuff. Oh, yeah. I love modest mouse, so. I kind of get that. <laughs> Can you still hear me? Oh, shit. I, what I was saying was like, um, it, it's like you said with comedy. It's like, you know, there's always like a progression. There's always things changing. Like, you know, we're always working on stuff. So as uh like as time goes on like now we're we have an album in the bag but we're working on new music and uh we start off always with like a few like words i guess that act as kind of like targets that we should hit like you know so like right now like the words are like oh let's do like a hazy kind of thing like the word hazy comes up a lot right with newer stuff so i don't know if that makes any sense yeah that's really cool. Uh, so, did COVID affect like a lot of like your music with gigs and stuff? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we went from playing like pretty regularly, like I don't know, like every weekend or something, or you know, and what else ever else would come up to like absolutely no shows at all. And uh, it's still kind of like you know, it's still kind of like wishy washy in terms of like getting gigs because you know there's all sorts of like oh well like is it going to be worth it like you really kind of at that point especially with a band since there's like there's like an overhead you know right like oh i gotta bring all these people i gotta bring all this gear i gotta do this and this and this and it's like oh man so it's it's weird it's a it's a weird thing so it definitely did affect the gigs yeah yeah so did you get to get a lot of like writing and practicing done well, yeah, we separated. Um, we for like the first like when pan when like the lockdown hit and everybody was like, "I'm going, I'm not, no one's leaving the house or whatever." Um, we were just like, "Yeah, it's probably smart that we don't get together for like a little while at least." That lasted for like a couple months, and then we were like, "All right, things are kind of opening up again. It's like we could, we're probably fine to like, you know." jam and so we did that for like months and everything was fine and then we all gave each other COVID somehow right was, uh, so that was that was fun yeah <laughs> so, I never got yeah. it which is good but it's like yeah no that's, it's, it's weird it's, it's like really I never good. had it 
it was definitely shitty. I mean, I luckily I had like a super mild case. I was only sick for like a day or two. Right. But then I was like, but then I was like really tired for about a week after. And it, it wasn't fun. I don't recommend it. Right. Yeah. When COVID started happening and lockdown happened, I was like, and people were like freaking out. I was like, everyone's living my life now. Like, <laughs> of I'm what? Like, of... I'm just like an indoor type of person. Like, I don't go out much. I'm like, right. This is what I do. Like, <laughs> yeah. My life <laughs> like that you're living right now. Is yeah. It's like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of a homebody, but I do. Uh, dude, I get restless too. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's been like, you know, two years at this point almost. But like, you know, I mean, I guess it hasn't really been like lockdown, lockdown. I enjoyed it at first. And then I yeah. was like, then I got, I got real tired of it real quick. Right. Yeah. So the cool thing to me was when you started coming around to the open mic on Monday. Yeah. And I think the first time I saw you like try to stand up was when you were just like, I don't remember if it was before or after the, maybe it was after, you know, like we were right. Uh, I just remember we were outside. That was, I started, I know it's weird and I always, it's funny. I always think of you with this because you know, like the date that you started and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like weird, yeah. I yeah. know that the first mic that I did was December 9th of 2019 at oh, the Brighton. Okay. So I had done it. I was doing it like a little bit before everything shut down. Yeah. And like, I was like, I was going pretty regularly. Um, and then, but I was just like, I don't know. I think I had of like the five or seven little sets that I did before COVID. I think only one of them actually was like good. And people talked to me after. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> so I, mean, I was like, so I was like, yeah, I, I only did like one where it was like, all right. But then it like shut down and then there was nothing going on. And then like once they brought brought it back outside, it was like, oh, like, let me go. But like by then it was like. Dude, I haven't been able to live life or like exist with people in a while. So like, right. I think that that's like inherently conducive to like being able to be funny is right. like being oh, around yeah, people. Sure. So, because you gotta have yeah. experiences. Like that's the thing. Too, yeah, like, exactly. It's the yeah. same with writing songs. It's like that's you what can't, all my friends like. Like, <laughs> like a lot of the comedians I'm friends with that are really really good. They're all they're like, yeah, you gotta do like stuff. And the thing that's hard is like I don't party like a lot of comedians around our age do so it's like yeah i don't really have a whole lot of stories and it's right. like my one of the comedians that used to be around here uh he moved to texas recently he took me to a strip club for the first time and i was like i'm not gonna get any jokes from this because it's a good time <laughs> like <laughs> yeah it's all smiles like, you know, something bad yeah, has yeah. happened to me <laughs> for me to make a, a whole joke <laughs> yeah isn't that like isn't that weird though it's like the it feels like the best art comes straight from like the worst stuff that happens yeah it's so, so weird it's like, it's like i can so it's always cool but uh it was yeah. just cool to see that, like, that transformation because I've seen you do it, and then I think it was, uh, I think it was the week before. Uh, what really clicked with me with you was seeing like that you got better. Was seeing you perform a couple of weeks ago, and I was at the library. Like, yeah. yeah, at the library, and I was like, okay, this is, you know, I had no opinion otherwise. I was like, he's working it out. You know, I always give people time because, right, it took me, you know 
two years to get like good. So it's like I understand. <laughs> I understand it. And that's like um that's like kind of where I'm at. Like again, like the pandemic, like really kind of like sucked a year out so yeah. i guess i've only yeah. really been doing it for like a year but right, i keep right. going to mics and like every time i go it's like i feel slightly more comfortable i mean i've always in most of the bands i've been in i've always been like the front man or whatever so like right right so so like crowd banter like talking to people performing in front of people isn't really it it's just the matter of like organizing stuff organizing like strictly words yeah is a lot more difficult than like oh this is this is a song and this is how the song goes and right. this is like, what i do in the song and it's the same every time it's like you know how it is you go up yeah. there no matter how, it's like you're you're gonna have to like fly the boat or fly the plane like as oh it yeah goes, you know i mean to me what i've always getting like i always get like i hate this but like the one thing I always get criticized for my delivery and stuff, and it's like to me, it's like my stage presence. And to me, I always say like, it's so different every time because I've been performing for a long time. I started mm-hmm. singing when I was like fourteen, and now I'm twenty-seven. And I've been I did improv and everything. And each thing you'll probably relate to this with music and comedy is people might think it's the same thing with performing, but it's so different with each genre. Yeah, of what you're doing definitely, definitely like. To Way me, with, with music, I was, like, I had to, like, with my teacher, I had to just learn how to, like, sing on time with the piano and, like, mm-hmm. memorize lyrics and, uh, like, that. And then with improv, it was, like, okay, I can rely on other people who are better than me. And I just can't. Well, not, that's, like, yeah, dude, that that's, that's the other thing is that it's, like, if you're playing with a band or yeah. even if you have an instrument up there, it's, like, you sort of, it's sort of, like you're you have like your sword and shield you know what I right mean? Like, yeah and otherwise it's like you're just up there like hey what's up guys right and the weird thing about comedy is that it's like even though it's a performative art and you might not even be serious or you're like playing a character or you're doing right. whatever it's like the idea is that it's gonna come off like that's just you as a person right you know so it's 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 definitely a weird balance but the challenge is fun i find it yeah incredible incredibly That's the fun one thing that i love is like i can be kind of like snobby about like not taking like a lot of people take like comedy classes and i'm fine if people take like one but to me yeah like, i like being able i like the exploration and being able to learn how to do it all by myself mm. I yeah no yeah that. absolutely yeah it's like you just kind of like go on like i said it's like it's like driving the boat or flying the plane yeah. like it's probably the same thing with you with like when you do music it's like when you learn how to get all the chords right and everything, you're like, oh, I taught myself how to do this. I taught myself right, how to yeah. write a song. I taught myself yeah. how to do a solo. Yeah, it's like, it's weird. It was like, yeah, I can remember like being a kid and being like, all right, well, like, what, how do you make a song? It's like, okay, well, like you play to make a song, but what constitutes a song? It's like, all right, well, there's like a riff. All right. And so then you make a riff. It's like, well, then really it's just a bunch of different riffs. And then you start like, oh, these two riffs go together. And it's like, oh, no, what does this make me think of? Like what, like visually in my mind, like when I hear this, what do I think or what stories can I see going with this music? And then, you know, you write to that. Right. And Mm. uh, that's always the cool thing is to know when you're getting somewhere with your art. Right. Like, yeah. Like, okay, now we can do this because 
I read this from, I heard this from, uh, I don't know if you know who he is, uh, Ira Glass. He said that uh, um, the thing about artists is that we're always trying to create things that are better than what we are. Yeah. So that's kind of what we do. Like you have a goal in mind of what you want to be in an early stage or not that. Yeah. So that's what you sort of strive towards. It's a... Eventually yeah, achieve it's, that. it's one of those trust the process, enjoy the process kind of thing. Right, yeah. I think yeah. it's really a... So, I just wanted to ask you, uh, I should have asked you when we earlier, but uh, who yeah, were your... Cool. I know you mentioned Miles Mouse, but who, do you have any other uh, influences? Like music influences? Yeah, oh my music, god. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I guess my favorite band of all time would be Radiohead. Oh, yeah. Uh, Radiohead's great. Rudy? Oh, shit. Okay. You there? Sorry. It's off because my thing closed. Uh, okay. So I said, I was saying Radiohead. Um, yeah. And then, like, you know, like, dudes like Beck, um, like, in terms of, like, you know, more modern stuff, I guess. Um, there's that, uh, just anything that's kind of, like, you know, I guess a little on the avant-garde side, a little bit weird. It's like, I do like straightforward stuff. It goes all over the place. Right. Um, most recently, I've been mostly into like lo-fi beats and shit. Like, you right. know, um, jazz is like a huge thing for me because that was like when I was taking guitar lessons, that's like what I learned was all jazz stuff. So, right. It's all over the place. But I would say Radiohead, Modest Mouse, like Minus the Bear, the Pixies, Beck. Right. Like that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's it's always cool uh, that that type of music. Like I got really into it when I started uh, hanging out with John Beecroft and like. Oh he, yeah. He listens to a lot of that stuff, and he listens to like a lot of, like just really interesting stuff. Like I think this one band is called like Delta Sleep. It's awesome. It's, oh like, yeah, they're fucking great. I know that I band. Like I was like, yeah, they're this so is cool. like what I like. <laughs> and me, I'm like a big like alternative music type of person. Everyone knows that I like pop punk and emo and yeah. stuff like that. So it's like that's sort of the stuff I'm into. But I love alt stuff too. It's just like music that's made like just creatively. Like I think that's the, the thing. yeah anything. It's, it's just like anything that feels like it wasn't constructed with uh, machines or a cookie cutter, right? You know, like I shouldn't say machines, but I should say a right. cookie cutter, right? Do you have uh, like any favorite comedians? Oh man, uh, favorite comedians. There's a lot. Um, <laughs> I was, uh, I guess, um, Chappelle has always been big for me. Right. Um, Tom Segura is another another up there one. I oh, like, I love Tom uh, Segura. Yeah, he's like he's he's probably it's like a top toss up between him and Chappelle probably. Yeah. Um, so. There's them. I'm a big fan of like uh, who else? Fuck. Now I'm like drawing a blank. Like um, I've been. Uh, I do like. I kind of like Mark Norman. I kind of like. Oh jo- yeah. I've been yeah. into Joe List too. Joe List. Yes. I'm um. Let's yeah. see. Who else? There was like older comedians. I like like uh, like. Do you know Rita? You know Rita Rudner, right? Yeah. Yeah. She was funny when I was younger. I was like really into her. Um. Oh man, 
There's like tons. When I was like an edgy 17 year old, I really, really loved Bill Hicks. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like a long, long time ago. Um, right. But yeah. It's mostly, yeah. It's, um, I don't know. I guess it's like observational stuff is really anybody who's like really good and kicking ass at like observational stuff. It's like, I like Jim Gaffigan too. Oh, yeah. He's Gaffigan. like entirely. So- What's All so cool is, uh, about him is since 2018, uh, he's put or like yeah 20 no 2018 he's put out a special every year yeah and it's just crazy he's coming out with a new one for Netflix again and it's just like to me I love how just prolific he is like yeah definitely I mean he, yeah I'm always I'm always surprised when I see I mean I guess this is because it's been since 2018. But I always see, like, oh, he's got a new special out. And whenever he's got a new special out, I'm like, dude, another special? He's yeah. Got like, yeah, he's got, like, what, like, seven or eight now? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Crazy. He's got a bunch, because, uh, yeah, he. I think he has even more than that. But, like, a lot of them are not, like, a couple of them are not released, like, available anymore. Because they came out on earlier platforms. Because, mm. like, they started in 2000, he started putting them out in 2000, and then, like, a bunch of them are just, like, not around because, like, platforms or whatever aren't around. Uh, I guess it's right. the same thing, like, with music. Like, if you're not, if your, like, record label doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. I mean, like, that, yeah. And stuff like that has happened to me. I have, I've been in bands that, like, pre Spotify and stuff, like, were doing, right. like, really, really well. And then they just, like, it was, it's weird. I've always felt like in my entire life, I've always, I'm like five years too early for like everything that comes along. You know what I mean? Like, right. I always feel like it's like, oh, fuck, I missed that. But like, that would have been great if the timing had coincided. If that had just happened five years later, then it would have been great. You know? Right. That kind of stuff. I have an idea, but I just, I hope this isn't. Maybe. It's not an offensive question for guys, but I always am careful. Uh, how old are you? I'm 31. Oh, 31. Okay, that's what I thought. I figured you were matured. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm fucking old, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna be 28 in December. I'm like, this is oh, you... getting close. <laughs> yeah, dude. Nah, it's uh, it's not that bad. Everybody makes it seem like 30 no. is like really bad, but it's it's not. I feel, in fact, like I mean, aside from the pandemic, I feel like life has kind of improved quite a bit right since i hit 30 so like i don't know you know do you have any comedians that like maybe you didn't this i had this a lot did you have any comedians that you weren't a fan of or that you didn't really get and then you understood like or at least liked them a little bit after you started doing stand-up um bill burr actually oh yeah yeah, like, because I can remember, like, you know, I've always, I've always been a huge fan of comedy, huge fan of stand-up, and so, like, you know, I would watch spe- every special when it came out, like, whoever right. it was, but I remember, like, a few years ago being at my friend's house, and he, like, put on um, whatever his black and white special is. Oh, yeah, that one, yeah. He put it on, and it was, like, 15 minutes, it was, like, 15 minutes in, and I was, like, dude, like, I don't know. It just sounds like he's bombing. It sounds like it's not. Yeah, like, that the special very is very funny. That special is very uh, disappointing. Right. It sucks because that was uh, like everyone's supposed to do good at that place. It's had a 
Carnegie Carnegie Hall. Yeah. And it's like, you know, that's just really tough. But I, I remember hearing people say that they like to me, I feel like personally he hasn't had a good special in a while. Like I love his two thousand eight special. His two thousand ten special is okay, but his two thousand eight special is the best. Yeah. And it's just like I think it's just a time period of like you know, the cool thing to me about him that I'm is so cool to me is that he was like a headliner, of course, for a while, but he took a long time to become like famous. Right. So like, you know, he was like, you know, he's like a headliner for twelve years and like no one knew who he was. And then he just sort of had like a buzz and like Yeah, he had that like rant in Philly or whatever that yeah, kind of like, sent him like, over the edge. And then he had like small stuff with uh, the Chappelle show. Yeah, and then he was in like Breaking Bad and shit. Like, yeah. yeah. And now he's a great actor. Like, I love seeing him in, like, uh, uh, he was great in uh, King of Staten Island. I didn't see that. With uh, Pete Davidson. And it's so funny. He plays himself, essentially. And he mm-hmm. got so, he got like offended a little bit when he read the script. And his wife said, like, oh, this is exactly you. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Well, this guy's a- <laughs> yeah, but the yeah, way he, he was... talks and everything was like, oh my god, they captured him. Oh perfectly. yeah, no, I mean, as a, it's like, like I said, like I've at first when I, I remember watching that special and being like, yeah, like I don't know if this, this is for me. And truthfully, it was like you know the whole time I was watching it, I was like, this seems like we're about to like, is this like about to be like a white power rally? Like, what the fuck right? <laughs> and I was like, what is this? And then like, I don't know. I guess it was either the lens that I viewed it through, or the fact that I don't know. Maybe it just wasn't the time. all right so anyway as i was saying um uh so i watched the i went back and i watched the black and white special and i was like okay well this is actually this is actually pretty funny like i guess i was just viewing it through the wrong lens at the time or it wasn't like a good time for me to to see it i guess you know like the circumstance right um but then once i started and especially like once i started like trying to go up and be like oh like i'm gonna like start doing this because it's like i didn't go up at an open mic until 2019 but i had started like writing jokes or like trying to come up with material like considerably longer before that like 2015 I started right. doing it as kind of like an exercise. Like if I couldn't think of anything to write songs about, it's like, oh, let me just like write songs. We'll just go and go and go. And then I would like mine from there. Like anything that's like, oh, well, like if I'm trying to write funny shit here, I'll take all of the stuff that winds up being more serious. And then I can like, you know, mix and match. But uh, once I mm-hmm. started doing it, it definitely gave me like a newfound respect for him as a comedian. You yeah. Know? Uh, and now he's one of my favorites. I just saw him yeah. last month at the hard rock and he was oh, great. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. I want to see him so bad. Uh, yeah, the person he's... that I had, I don't know if you ever heard of her was a uh, Marie Bamford. I know the name. I don't think I've, I know the, yeah, she does girl. like a lot of like 
like her thing is she has a lot of like voices and like oh i think i know who you're talking about voices so like to me i just didn't get it and then afterwards i was like oh she's a freaking genius and i i love her now and it's just like to think just to see that like i love seeing that with people and Mm -hmm. uh yeah so i i mean you mentioned this a little bit so i just wanted to get your input on this because i had a hard time uh starting out uh socially like i was the uh oldest of my peers when i was growing up so i was held back a year in kindergarten so i was a year older than everyone mm-hmm. and when i started doing stand-up uh and really when i started doing improv too but when i started doing stand-up i was the youngest mm-hmm. so it was like you know like i knew like Jack Snyder when I was really young, like mm-hmm. 21, and he was like 27. And it's like, you know, you have an age gap with people, and it's like you try to get along. Do you feel like, and I know, I mean, you mentioned like people not talking to you until you did a little bit better. Do, do you feel like people were nice to you or have been nice to you? Oh, yeah. I mean, everybody, it's just like one of those things where it's like, you know, the way that it is is that, um, like, really when it comes down to it is that it's like you know you go to a mic or you go to perform and it's like you don't really know anybody there right and then you go and you're doing this stuff and it's like you know everybody's saying like these crazy outlandish things and it's like you kind of are like oh well i would want to be friends with that person because i thought that their shit was funny yeah and you're like and if they're funny if i think they're funny then we can probably like do whatever so that's like right that's like just how it happens and it's like the more that you do it the more that it just organically happens like i've been meeting tons of people lately and i'm just like oh like that's cool i never really expected that to happen but okay it's the hang that's really like more important mostly important than people think so like yeah i mean that's one of the coolest things about seeing you at the library is seeing your personality come out a little bit more because honestly it really surprised me that you did music because when i saw you do comedy you seem so shy and like inward yeah it's like, just oh, but, that's... yeah it's like i said it's like it's weird because it's like you know i'm so used to having like instruments to hide behind right and like there's like a track of each yeah. time it's like you know you sit down to play one of your songs and it's like all right this is how the song goes and it's like note for note exactly the same all the time and this is like the conversation that we were having or maybe i was having it with vj about um it was like how much of your comedy do you like how much of your set like do you memorize word for word and do exactly the same each time i was like because that's kind of that's kind of like where i'm at is like i've done sets where i'm like okay i'm gonna try to do this like word for word as i had written it yeah it takes time but then at the same time, it's like, you know, you go up and like, I don't know, you just, it's like, I'm just going to fucking wing it. I'm just going to go up want, there and You want to be natural. The thing is, you want to seem like, it's sort of like the Catch-22, and I think it's the same thing. Well, I don't know if it's similar to music, but it's like, you want to show that you're funny on the spot. But you also yeah. want to show that you are good at writing jokes, too. Yeah. So it's like, how much of this is natural and how much of this is, like pre-done yeah and that's and that's like that in itself finding that balance you know right you know i 
it's all like I just at this point I'm just looking at it as like a learning experience and like right you know, and that's the that's the best way to look at it yeah it's like, like you know the more that I go the more that I'll get comfortable with doing it and I know how to do it it's like I remember yeah this is what we were saying you were like oh I learned like I I did it for like a long time I wanted to know how to do a callback yeah. And then it was like, and then you were like, I, and then I learned how to do callbacks. And I was like, ah, yeah. And okay, now I try to do I them it. as much as I can. And they're, they're hard to do because the best thing, and the best thing, like I was told this early on, but I never really gotten until now, is the best thing is just to make it like sort of condensed. In, and now I can do that, like with different sets and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I can talk about this subject for just this wraparound, like these three subjects and mm-hmm. they'll all tie together. And then that's how I do the callback is like, okay, each one has like a thing. So mm-hmm. like when I do my, uh, when I start off with my Garfield joke, um, I, y- you know, I talk about how like redheads. Yeah. And then I mention uh, Christina Hendricks, the new one that BJ gave me and uh, Dan gave me for, to make it three, which is great. Rule three was uh, just grab it. So I just grab it now in that joke. And then mm-hmm. uh, when I do that whole joke, at the end, I talk about Garfield and I say like, oh, we both hate Mondays, we both love lasagna, and we both, you know, are fat pussies. So yeah. in the next joke I do, in the next joke that I do after that, I talk about uh, like how version and I have a bunch of jokes on that. And like the first one is that uh, like that I edge when I masturbate. Yeah. And I talk about how you do yeah. that. And when I talk about how you do that, I say you go on facebook while you're watching whatever you're watching and then you start an argument and the example i use for watching is garfield porn and it's just like a small like thing yeah yeah earlier and it's like you know that's sort of what i like to do so when i do stuff like that it's always cool and then my last jokes sort of are general come back to other things so it's like you know but it's cool you're like okay i gotta find some way to sneak this in that it doesn't seem like too much uh like too contrived we're like yeah that's and that's that's a big nose yeah that's a big part of it too the proper way to do a callback is you can't do them right after another like if you watch a comedy special you'll see it done like two or three times Mm -hmm. especially like as a running gag with some comics and then like or you'll see it at the beginning of the set and then you'll see that joke like that callback to that joke at the end of the set. Right. In the, That's in like the closer. One, I think one of my favorite instances of like crazy callbacks was whatever the one Jim Gaffigan special is where he does like 10 minutes of horses. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he stops and then he brings it back. Yeah. Oh, man. And then there was like another spot where I thought he was going to bring it back and then he didn't. And I right. was like, oh, man. Yeah, but see, it's it's cool it's like you know tension and release you know much yeah. like much like edging yeah and to me the cool the the always the thing about me was realizing like what i want to do like to me i have a lot of like many rules of like what i don't do and it's not because like it's not for any type of reason that's like too scandalous or anything like to me i'm like i don't like to do like i love observational humor i mm-hmm. love watching comedians do it i'm a huge fan of you know mark norman john mulaney and Seinfeld but I can't do it like to me I just I can't like I can't like look at a table and be like I'm gonna write 15 table jokes like that's not what I can do yeah what I do is I've mentioned this a lot is uh 
I have insomnia, so like three in the morning, I'll get like an idea, and then I'll be like, "Oh shit!" Now I have to explain this to normal functioning people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and be like, "This is sort of what I have to explain." But that's sort of what I get with my sense of humor is like I would love to be able to write like more observational humor, but part of me is like I don't know how, and another part of me is like I have a lot of like things of like if it's done on Facebook, like if a lot of people are talking about the topic on Facebook, that like that sort of time of the year, that like sort of time. Mm-hmm. Or if it's talked about by late night hosts, then I'm not going to do it. Then you're like, nah. I'm like, So, yeah. what? so like, like right now, like, I don't know, on Tuesday, like you won't do like a Halloween joke. Is that what you mean? Maybe. Like more of like uh, the big thing in the news now is uh, like, I don't have a joke for it yet. I might, but uh, yeah. like, the big thing now is like, they had that whole thing in the new in the new Superman comic, where the new Superman. Oh is, yeah, where he's like bisexual. It's yeah. bisexual, and it's like everyone's gonna have a joke about that or something. Yeah, well, and that was like, like I remember the last the last set I did before the pandemic. Literally, everybody was making coronavirus jokes. Right. Like and every single person that went up there was talking about it, and it was like, oh my god, dude. Yeah, and it's such a thing of like people don't. Like, we always have these mini rules that people don't follow. We're like, we're like okay, we're not going to talk about COVID. Like, when when we had, like, our thing was, like, that we sort of wanted, which no one really, which a couple people were good at, but thought was, like, when Trump was elected, we're like, we're not going to do a whole lot of Trump jokes, are we? Oh, yeah, no way. And then That's whenever like... someone did them, we always hated them. <laughs> <laughs> we're always, like, resented them. We're like, really? Yeah. You're talking about the president. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like a, it's it's easy. It's an easy yeah. target. That's so nice. To me, I'm always like, I try to challenge myself. And I also realize, like, you know, I never judge any other one for what they're going to do with their stuff because right. it's always that process of what you're learning to do and mm-hmm. what you're doing. So, um, have you had any experiences of uh, like dealing with hecklers yet or anything? With heckler, uh, I mean, like, not, not really. I mean, I usually go up and it's like I either like do okay, and people are like, "Oh, that was really funny or really good or whatever," or I just like it's just a bomb, you right? Know? So How it's like you- that. I haven't had like any. Uh, I haven't had anybody like actually heckle, but see, that's the kind of thing that I think would be good. Most of the stuff that I come up with is like. Um, it's stuff that like actually happens to me. And then I try, I think, and this is something that I need to get better at is I'm trying to like mask it a little bit so that it can't, it won't be like so true. Right. You know what I mean? So that it's like, in case like whoever it's actually about or was involved in the story, like so that they don't have to feel weird if they happen to hear it or see it. Oh, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, But it's like, I mean, like, you know, this will circle back to like, you were like, oh, like, I don't party a lot, like a lot of the comedians in our age group. And it's like, I used to be like all about partying and getting into extremely crazy situations, especially like, you know, being in a band and being on tour and stuff like you, you run into that kind of shit. But it makes for like super hilarious stuff, you know? Right. So, but what What were you going to say? uh, I guess this goes, this is a better thing to ask you than what? What is like a crazy sort of experience that you've had, like touring or anything? Oh man! Well, so there was—I used to play drums in a band called Dentist, and um, 
one time we were on tour and we were in like i want to say we were in iowa i think it was iowa and we had a show in indiana minneapolis wherever minneapolis is Mm -hmm. and we had to drive from iowa to minneapolis to make it to the show by like six o'clock so like we get on this street and it's i on the on the road it's i-35 this highway and right mm-hmm. at the start of i-35 there's the rest stop and so there were four of us in the band it was me on drums it was a friend of mine named nick on um bass and then my friends justin and emily who were married and they uh they like he said he played guitar and she sang and played guitar and uh at the time and so we stop at this rest stop and nick the bass player and emily are both asleep in the van and i you know i wake nick up because he's in the front seat i was like yo like we're gonna get some snacks hit the bathroom really quick like if anybody wants anything you know come out if not just stay in the van whatever and neither of them wanted to go in so it was me and justin the other guy and we go in you know, do our stuff, uh, get our snacks, and we come back in. And then we drive off down the road to the venue. And now about an hour and 15 minutes later, his sister-in-law, so Emily's sister, calls him on the phone and was like, hey, Justin, can I talk to Emily? And uh, he like he's like, sure. And he turns around and she wasn't in the van and she didn't have her cell phone because she had gotten the car at the rest stop and didn't tell anybody <laughs> and and we left her like an hour and a half away oh my which god then led to me having to like speed all the way back like and then we were like dude we like just made it to the show in time but i mean there's so many there's so many more it's like a 15 to 20 minute story like all together like but see that's the other thing is like most of the things like that that i have in order for them to really be funny they would have to be like more long form than anything else oh like, yeah yeah like yeah. that's 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 the thing is like i can't really like no but, long you know, form stuff is tough to do like yeah because... it's t- so you got to start small and that's why yeah. i've been and trying to like you want to keep everyone's attention right yeah i have a joke every year and it's always like my joke that's like i do a whole bunch and it either never works or it works for a little while and I just have to keep doing it. Like, it's mm. just a joke that I have, like, that I just, I'm always trying to make work. The first one was, uh, it was, like, 2019. Mm-hmm. I guess it was the past three years. So, 2019, I had this joke, which was, uh, I like my woman how I like my coffee in a coffee cup. And I love that joke because <laughs> it's just, like, so visual. Yeah. It works really well with potheads and that, like, coffee shops and type of artsy places but everywhere else like bars and everything else just die it's just like boo yeah and it's like you know it's just corny and it's like you know and then like the tags that i have to it i have some i like to keep it as a one liner but i have some tags to it it's like you know they hate it when you pour sugar on them and milk and it's like like <laughs> that but then yeah like i like the visualization and then the next joke i had was uh this whole bit about uh Kanye West, mm-hmm. and I talk about how he came out with that song called "I Love It," where he talks about like what a freak he is sexually, but everything he talks about is like all very tame. <laughs> so, like I say, like Kanye, like, and I talk, and I call him like different things. Like I call him like a 
like Yeezus and whatever he likes to be called. And I call him a silly goose and a knucklehead. And then part of that joke goes into me talking about, uh, like, I call him a silly goose. And I talk about, well, there was a serious goose. And I talk about, like, this encounter in my, like, kitchen with, like, a serious <laughs> goose, like an anthropomorphic serious goose. Yeah. And it's like, the goose is, like, drinking tea and reading the newspaper and listening to NPR at the same time <laughs> and, like, different things like that. And it's just such a wild, like, long-form bit that was so yeah. hard to do and get, like, people on board. So it's really hard. And then now this one that I have currently that is, like, my current, like, bit that I'm always adding stuff to because I can add a lot of tags to is uh, talking about – it start off with talking about dick pics and then I talk about how I think they're bad advertising because you got to leave people wanting something more. So yeah. I send pictures of my balls and I have that I make my pubic hair different hairstyles. <laughs> so I always make new jokes for that every yeah. time. So like I started off with like, okay, I make it like frosted tips, like the guy from NSYNC and like, yeah, I do different <laughs> things with it. And I'm just like, whatever new hairstyle I can add to it, a new thing I can add to it. Yeah. It's also a reference and it's also like funny. Like that's it's yeah, also, like, it's... a new thing. Yeah, and it's definitely, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I always tell myself, like, I need to sit down and write those stories out. But every time that I sit down to write something that's, like, you know, specifically for stand-up, it's, it always winds up that, like, I mean, you know how it is. Like, you sit down to write, and you're like, I'm going to, this is my goal. And then it's like, you start off on other tangents, and you're right, like, oh you God, start I off on other tangents. This is, yeah. this is funnier. I'm going to go with this for a minute. I'm going to go with this for a minute. I'm going to go with this for a minute. And then you're just like right. getting all sorts of stuff out. And then you got to like rearrange it. So it's like, you know, right. there's a never ending about The one thing that I love about comedy though and doing it is I used to be a creative writer. And uh, like I used to do a lot of creative writing and in school and mm-hmm. stuff. And I would always annoy my teachers because I'd be like, and also I wanted to be a screenwriter. And this was my problem was like, I come up with an idea for something. And then it will last like two weeks, and then be like, "No, I'm working on a new script. I'm working on a new movie." <laughs> yeah, I'm, dude. Yeah, that's just. I I think that that just that like I think that just happens with any sort of creative right endeavor because so that know, would even... always annoy my teachers. And then yeah. when I did stand up, it's like I realized, oh, I can just write a new joke every week, and that's fine. Yeah, and then I can go back and work on older stuff when I find new angles for it. Yeah, because then it's it's also like it's one of those things like you know to get back to music writing like you'll write like maybe I'll come up. It's the same thing with comedy. Like it's like I'll write maybe like five or six half formed ideas. And then, like, I'll have, like, one that I really get stuck on. That I'm, like, I'm just, like, plugging away at writing this thing and writing this thing. And it's, like, at what point it's, like, it gets overwhelming to decide, like, is this good? Is this good? Like, should I go with this? Should I go with that? Uh, but that that's all in the fun, you know? Right. Are you mostly yeah. a, uh, like... A, a songwriter for your band? or do you? Oh, involved? yeah. I'm, like, I'm the main songwriter, I would say from my band because how long does it take you to come up with a song like uh, it depends some some take a really long time like some are like all right i've been perfecting this for like a couple months 
six months, a year I've had this thing and it's not quite ready, like right. whatever, like it, that kind of stuff happens or it'll just come together like instantaneously. It's, it's hard to say. And it depends on the circumstances surrounding the song. Like, did I write it 100% alone? Like, did I write the song like alone with a guitar or a piano or whatever, and then bring it to the other guys or did it, or was I like, Oh, I have this half formed idea. Let me bring it to you guys. And then we figure it out and flesh it out together. Yeah. So, so it, it really depends. What's that? Songwriting is tough. I've tried to do that before and it's, it's tough to do. It's yeah, it's, it's definitely a challenge, but it's also like, I, I don't know. I, I have a much, I've always had a much easier time, uh, organizing musical thoughts than my just my regular thoughts in general and that extends beyond like you know stand up or whatever just in my general life i lose my train of thought a lot but not when not when it comes to music so it's like i don't know it's there's there's just you know you tap into it or whatever right have your parents been supportive of your music oh yeah they they were always they're always down with it my dad still like if if we're playing a show, he tries to come out. Like no matter where it is, he's like, "All right, oh, I'll, so cool. I'll go." I've seen him like I don't know. He's popped up at like random spots. Like I'll be playing in like Philly or like Virginia or something, and then he'll like show up, and I'm just like, "Dude, like you didn't you didn't have to come this far. It's okay." Right. It's but, probably uh, too early for you to do it now, but do you have any like thing of like reservation you probably have a reservation now of like your parents seeing you stand up now right uh i don't really care if they see me like it's not really like a reservation like i'm sure my dad would like really appreciate it because he's like a he's like a jokes guy yeah i feel like it was definitely one of the like he probably at some point was like i should try to do stand up but um he just never did but uh Like, I don't have reservations about it because, like, you know, I've always anything crude. I like, I don't know. My family's not like, no, me. We're the same way. It's like, yeah, it's, it's so weird to, to hear like people talk about like their parents and stuff. Like, with me, it's like, you know, people are surprised about like the stuff that I can talk about from my mom. Like, we had like a thing of like a regular thing of like, we couldn't watch like violent or like stuff like that, like a whole lot. But like, my dad, like, he showed us. Uh, blazing saddles when we were really young, and uh, oh yeah, so, like yeah, all, all that kind of stuff. Like I was very much exposed to like all of that stuff and offensive things, and yeah. whatever. Like so, like humor you know. was never a problem with that. It was like right. So that's like I don't know. Like just to give you an example, it's like I don't, I don't do, I don't mean to make myself sound like I'm always doing this, but it's like if. If I say like the word cunt in front of my mom, she's not gonna even like right really. Yeah, she like doesn't it care. It's just like when I like talk about stuff in front of my with my mom because she always supports me and comes out sometimes a lot. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you know, I'm like, yeah, that's just the way that we are. And it might be weird to some people because I can understand how like you were raised in a more like I don't know, like conservative type of thing of like, yeah, that can be. Yeah, people. Yeah, it's like you know. I mean, I'm sure that it's not her favorite thing in the world to hear right. you like offensive and oh, talking about gross shit. But like at the same time, it's like okay, well, you know, 
I don't know. I also can, I've also always been able to make her laugh a lot right? in general, just because like, especially if it's something dirty, because it's like, she won't say stuff like that. So, but I think it's like, you know, you know, there's like an innate need to just break that whole, right. Oh, like, let's just make this like, not super clean cut right now. And she doesn't have the balls to do it, obviously. So like I would, I would do it. And I think that that warrants a good reaction. So yeah, I mean, to answer your question, I guess like I I don't have any reservations, but again, I also don't want to, the thing is like, I would never want them to show up and like do it in a situation where it's like a bunch of comedians that are all just like, "Ah, like it's like, I don't want to bomb Right. I would never want to bomb in front of my parents doing comedy. Oh, yeah, no. Because at that point, it would just be like, oh, boy, what are you, uh, what's that? Right. You know? It's always the thing of, like, what do you, like, to me, I always had a, one of my favorite uh, things to hear from uh, Patton Oswalt that I think is so true is, like, which I didn't do that well of a job with. Like, I, I waited two years or, like, a year, I guess, a year and six months to, uh, like, put my stuff out online mm-hmm. of like comedy of like stand-up yeah and like that was still too early and like one of my favorite things about him that he always says like advice wise is like he comes is like always like don't put your stuff out so quickly yeah like, i've heard that years. too and like, like to me i totally understand that now and that's like, why I, I, won't, yeah. that I released and it's cool to look back and be like oh this i'm improved on now and it's yeah like, you know it's cool i'll look back and i'll watch the thing and i'll be like Okay, instead of it making me like take like three minutes to get the entire crowd to laugh at one joke and laugh at like my set, it's like okay, now I can get the crowd immediately in twenty seconds. Yeah, like, and that's the, you know that's a goal that obviously everybody. But it's always it's to always the thing that you don't realize until you do it for a long time, and then you're like, oh, this is what I can do. And yeah. Now I, now I have like a thing where if I have a good set, I'll be like, I can put this online. This is fine. Yeah, like, I had one at uh, we went to Delaware to this uh, bar called this to bar thirteen, right? And it was really cool, and it was really a great crowd. And then we went to another one, which I forget where, uh, but it was pretty far too. And uh, like it was all of us the whole night. It was just a new mic, and it was uh, terrible. Like it was set up really weird and the crowd was not good at all mm-hmm. so like everyone didn't do well and i was like of course i'm not going to show that set um, yeah that's and, and that's, that's like the only thing that's interesting about this set is it's like it's cool to see me do stuff that's like kind of stuff that i hadn't done in a while to be like okay this is gonna get them right <laughs> like, yeah yeah like, yeah this is that like, you're trying to grab them you're like this is gonna get it right and it's like oh no and it's kind of it's kind of cool to like see that like that that mix of like oh this one does really well and also you can tell like your mood on stage you're like oh this it looks like I'm having a good time sounds like I'm having a good time yeah and this other one is like I do not look happy I think re- I think reviewing stuff is probably good like I see I'm not like I'm not big into like I haven't like really filmed myself yet right uh, i know that like you know like vj filmed like the last mic i did which you weren't at that was the uh where was that that was nip and tuck, last nip and tuck. yeah and i was 
I was there and he was like filming. He's like, oh, like write down your emails if you want sets, whatever. And it's like reviewing for the purpose of reviewing. Yeah, probably. But like, I would never like put right that up. Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah. let me get good and then I'll put stuff up. Right. To me now, it's really tough. It's like the thing that I'm trying to do now. And it's not really like I have to remember that we're still like getting a little bit out of COVID mm-hmm. and stuff. And also there's newer comics. There's a bunch of caveats, but also like to me, I'm like, I'm really trying to get booked again. So yeah. like, I'm trying to find stuff that I can advertise. And it's like, you know, because a lot of the stuff that I have that I can't advertise is from a couple of years ago. And it's like, yeah. I want to have a good representation of what I can do now. See, but that's also, that brings back the same thing. You should just film everything because like, what if you like on the off chance or whatever, that it's like, even if the crowd is bad, even if the whatever, but you go up there and then you just like one night, you're just like really on. Yeah. It's like, you know. Oh, I've had that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, you just get that like thing. And to me, you're always just trying to recapture it. Like, I think that's the the thing that makes you that makes me keep going back to it all the time is just when it's really, really good. When you have those rare nights where it's really, really good and you're killing and everything. Mm-hmm. That's what makes you come back to do it. Like yeah, that's no, what definitely. it is. Like you even probably, small, like, even that small successes. Even the small success of like, okay, like this one that I really wanted to work didn't work, but like this thing that I didn't think was gonna be doing well at all and was just kind of like a filler thing right actually did well it's like all right it's cool so i'll i'll remember that and whatever and that's one thing that i see in myself is like i'm starting to to more and more as i'm talking up there just remember all of the things that have been floating around in my head more oh yeah instead of like being like okay like i have the notes and the whatever and it's like you know i'll still like go to like notes or whatever if i need to but I'm trying, that's another thing I'm a goal of mine that I'm trying to do is like, if I could go up there and do five minutes with absolutely no notes at right. all, yeah. then I, I'm looking at that as like, you know, baby steps, whatever. Right. Yeah. So. To me, it's always remembering everything. Cause I have very bad memory of uh, like everything. So <laughs> yeah, me so too. Me, as a pot. My line that I always have that I should use on stage is like, you know, cause it kind of fits with me is like, why can I remember every horrible thing I've ever said and done in my life, but I can't remember this thing that I've written 15 times? Dude, I know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's the, I, I feel the same way. It's like, how come I can remember things that are totally not related to anything at all in my current life Yeah, that I still let live in my head rent-free, right. and I can't, like, organize my own thoughts yeah. to go up on whatever. And it's like, it's like I don't know I where it comes from. Yeah. It's not like a, I'm afraid. I'm not, like, afraid of bombing. I'm not afraid of the crowd. It's right. like, I just don't know why you go up, and then it's like, oh, all of a sudden I forget. And I think it's because it's like, oh, I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Instead. And to yeah. me, that's one of the things, like, the hardest thing for me now that has always been is a lot of people think, like, that I have like stage fright and i don't i don't have any stage fright i i'm nervous on stage because i have the social anxiety and also it's the the little things that you have to remember to do Mm -hmm. it's like a lot of my problem is that i have a lot of uh and i don't know if this is just performing it's 
I have a lot of like body ticks that I can't control. And like a lot of people think like when I started out, like a lot of people thought like that was all premeditated and everything. And it's like, no, that just happens. Does that happen when you're not on stage too? Uh, yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. Mm. I've noticed that too. Like if you watch my video, the one that's really bad is if you watch the video that I have, uh, when I did DJ's podcast, Mm -hmm. he taped it. And it's so funny that that was a few months ago. That was like, Six months ago, that I first came to his house to do his podcast, and now I'm living here. And now, and now you live there. Are you there right now? It's the weirdest, most ironic thing. Of like four months ago or six months ago, I was on this couch talking with a bunch. You look at that video; it's just me. I have no idea what to do with my hands. I'm like, oh, yeah. and everything, and it's like, oh, this is so hard to watch. Yeah, it's just you and know, it's, it's just funny it's, though because like people will be like, come to me, they're like, oh, was that all like? pretty like determined of what you did and it's like no like how i move around and stuff is not you know it's like I no that's that just could. how i move bro <laughs> it's like yeah and it's like the biggest thing is like now with COVID was stuff was like okay now i can't touch my face like i have to make sure not to do don't touch yeah yeah <laughs> like, that's the thing i have to be careful about. oh yeah mm-hmm. so we were talking about a little bit about comedy specials have you watched anything recently uh, have I watched any recently? I watched, um, who did I watch? I put on that dude, uh, Shane Gillis put out a special. Oh yeah. On yeah YouTube. I heard about that. I'm I watched it. it. I saw, I saw like a clip of it on Instagram and I like kind of watched it in passing. Right. Um, I watched maybe 30 minutes of it and then, uh, but it wasn't like I, I should go back and rewatch, but other than that, I feel like it's been kind of like pretty dry right. lately. Like I've seen all the ones that are out. Right. Like That's, to me, and... what I do a lot is I I listen to a lot of comedy albums on uh, Spotify. There's always new ones. Oh and yeah, I I do stuff like that. Do. Yeah. Like uh, I don't know if you heard of him. Uh, Chad Daniels came out with another album, and he has a bunch of An- stuff out. Another but, name uh, I know, but I, I gotta check him out. Yeah, so he's on, but um, he's if on you look him up on Spotify, he has a bunch of stuff, but he's like, you know, the cool thing to me, that's like, the weird thing is that there's so many different avenues to watch now with stuff. There's like YouTube, people putting out specials and stuff. Yeah, that's like, that's and, starting to become like a thing, huh? Yeah. Like, people are like really putting them out. Oh, I watched Dan's special. That was pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was there, and that was just cool to like see someone that like I met like early on and be yeah. like, oh, that's so cool. And just me and him instantly, <laughs> you know, just got along so well and him doing that. And then, yeah, he's cool. I had a, I had my first like actual like in depth conversation with him at Nip and Tuck on Monday. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. That was like the first time. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I like knew who he was and we would like say hi to each other or whatever, but like, I don't know. We talked for like a while after. Yeah, After I mean he's a great guy. Like, yeah, he was. He, always cool. comes, he always likes that when I you know compliment him on podcasts that I do. I, th- I think he he's likes. Very he, he likes to be complimented. Who doesn't? But yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he's just like he's so great, and mm. just to be able to like once you get past that where he'll talk to you for a long time, he's like really really cool. It's like mm. oh that's you right at that point, and. uh yeah, it's really, really cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, like, to me, I was actually... I was going to come out with it for 
a long time. I sort of mentioned it like too quickly that I was working on it, but I was working on, uh, I haven't looked at it in a while. Uh, I was working on an hour to write one just to see like if I can write one. And to me, it's like, I have like, you know, stuff is like, I have like 25 minutes. And it's like, yeah. oh, I have to make this into an hour. This is not. <laughs> yeah, it's well, <laughs> I mean, you could, I feel like, I feel like writing an hour, writing an hour sounds like a daunting task. I've always had this um, mental kind of, like, I, I guess, plot of like, goals with stand-up right my goal was really has been like all right so i'll do like 10 sets that are like five minutes long i was like i I won't go up and this is this is kind of how it happened i started writing jokes in like 2015 and i was like right until i'm 100 confident in five minutes i'm not gonna go up i was like and then and then i was confident enough to go up and i was like all right i'll go up and so I went up and I was like, all right, I'll do like, I'll keep doing like five minutes. Um, uh, ready? And we're back. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, I, what I was saying was, like, you know, I made a personal rule where I was like, all right, I'm not going to go up and do five minutes until I have, like, ten minutes written. It was like, And then, so I started doing that. And it's like, you know, that obviously has expanded. I, I probably have, in total, if I did everything that I had written down, I could probably fill, like, 15 minutes now. Right. But you know would it be smooth i'd have to practice it but you know right. i just i just practice it in little chunks but the way that I, I intend to do it is like all right maybe if i do like 10 sets of five minutes then i'll start talking about it and that's kind of like where i'm at now where it's like oh i start talking like i tell people like oh yeah like i've been messing around with stand-up a bit and uh as it goes on the more that i do it like then i'll go like all right so maybe i'll like try to do like either get booked somewhere or like you know at a, at one of the mics be like oh can i do like 10 minutes instead can i do like a 10 right. minutes set? like once i have like i don't know a solid 20 that i'm good with and just like that that so and i feel like if you approach it like that then like you can get an hour pretty much right in no time depending on how often you're yeah writing and doing whatever the biggest thing is just getting on shows which is very tough to do Oh yeah, absolutely. Especially, because... and we're not we're not exactly in an area that's conducive to. No, and it's know. like you know you have Angelo and Joe B, and it's like you know you just had to do it for a long time, and I know they're trying to get everybody and they're trying to get people, but it just takes time to go through that whole list. Like I understand it. Like yeah, it's the same thing with doing this podcast is like I there's so many people that I want to have on, mm-hmm. and I just got to figure out like the time to ask them, and then it's like you know who's busy and I'm getting better at being less shy because I have a lot of people who like I looked up to or like even though they probably don't view it that way like I kind of view them as a little bit higher up than me so it's hard for me to ask and be like yeah no I, do you I remember me you enough to for maybe do it but 
that's the cool thing that I love about doing it is uh, I love that it's sort of an archive of everyone. And also, I love the mix. I love being able to have everyone from every different level of comedy. Like, yeah, you know, I love that I've had, you know, a couple headliners on. And of course, I, I selfishly want like more headliners on just for like not just for but like for view wise and for yeah for the purposes of growing your podcast yeah but i love talking to anybody because it's cool and the one thing that's really cool is with every headliner that i've talked to so far is they view us as comics which is so cool like they don't view us in like a hierarchical way of like they're yeah they're just they just view us as comics it's the same thing as like you know it's like oh like they view us the same way, so it's really, really cool to see that and be treated that way, and be like, "Oh, that's so cool that they, they realize that." Because they realized when they were at your place, they realized like when they were starting out, and they realized yeah. like, "Oh, that's," but that's the one thing that's really, really cool. And I love having you know different things because we don't really get to like we have it now. We get to talk to each other more and more. Like so we had that with everyone. Like we only yeah. get to see each other like maybe 40 minutes an hour a night and like a couple of nights a week. So it's cool to see like the behind the scenes of like a person. Yeah. Like who, like, like, what are you doing when you're not at, like, it's kind of like, you know, when you see like your teacher at home Depot or something. Yeah. It's like, like, Oh "Oh my God, God, you're here. This is weird. Yeah. 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 And then I have that now where it's like, okay, this person like has that. Like, yeah, okay, it's interesting. Like, it's interesting to view them less as like, oh, this is like dude that is at the comedy thing. It's like, oh no, he's got his. He's got like a life, right? Like, a story and like a whatever, like just right. like every, just like I do, just like right. everybody else does. Yeah, yeah, it's so cool. It's just like it's 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 a really, and to me, I just I I like that, uh, like just getting better and more comfortable and interviewing people. Because me, I'm always like the the dichotomy out of it is like is this too much of a conversation is this too much of an interview because and my thing is like i try to stay away from uh like really heavy stuff like if it comes up it comes up and i'm fine with talking about it but to me i also never want to do like a shock jock thing of like you know like i guess like taking advantage of anyone of what they're doing and yeah, like, or I like think that you've been yeah. comfortable throughout this, like that I haven't. Yeah, no, I know, I know. What you mean, well, I mean, you did a great job here. I don't feel uncomfortable at all. Oh, yeah, that's good. And it doesn't feel, and it doesn't feel like uh, it feels more. Feels like a good balance of like questions and conversation. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah I'm always worried about that. I'm always like, yeah, this is gonna be, and. It's really, really cool just to have you on, and I'm glad that you did it. Cause, uh, yeah, thanks, man. Well, it's, again, thanks for having me. Like I said, I was like super hyped when you asked. Was, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. But you would have, uh, if we had done this earlier, I would have. This would have been the first podcast that I was a guest on. But the other night, I did B Cross podcast. So. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This podcast is great. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. We uh, we watched the Brack show, so that episode will be out pretty soon. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I want to do another episode of that because I was on one, but uh. I want to do another one. Yeah, it's a good, and I want to have him back on because the that's another thing. Like I haven't had him as a repeat, and that would be a good one. Yeah, but uh, that was the cool thing with like I don't know if you've like 
had this at all because I don't know how much you spend time with like other people, but like to me, what was cool was when I started traveling with more different comics is like learning how to do different styles of comedy. Yeah, I haven't really gotten that yes yet. Um, but like I know, like you guys were going, and this goes back to when I was at Nip and Tuck last week. Um, and I was talking to Dan, he's like, Oh, like we're gonna hit this mic on Wednesday and this mic on Thursday. He's like, If you wanna like go meet like halfway, right? And then we yeah, did like carpool or whatever. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. Like, yeah, that would be cool. I was like, I can't this week, but like that would be neat. Yeah, if you're so going it's to... like I'm trying trying that's to like a cool thing. That's it, that, yeah, that, like, it feels like it, it feels like an adventure and it feels like yeah it's you know dude and I, that's like my thing that's like honestly that was like one of the biggest draws to me for being a musician was the prospect of like oh I get to travel all over the place to do it right like that's that's really what it is it's like more of like oh like this is a means to getting me to go wherever the hell I want right yeah like I am so happy now, like, just, like, the part of my reason for moving in with, one of the reasons for moving in with VJ was that I'd be able to do, since I don't drive, I'd be able to do um, a ton of more mics and stuff, because that has been sort of what I've been missing since COVID happened and everything. Yeah. Like, you know, I like doing, you know, of course, like, you just want to do mics, like, four times a week, and it's like, you know, you go from... Monday to to Friday and Saturday, you go like, you know, and it's like, okay, we can take the weekend off. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, it's it like, okay, cool. we don't have it's, to do stuff. And, and I'm, cool I'm starting, I'm starting personally to notice that it's like when, like, I didn't, I only did Nip and Tuck last week and that was it. Yeah. I was going to do the library, but I had to do uh, John and Joe's podcast. Right. Yeah. Um, so I didn't go, but I was like this whole week, like I was like, man, like I just wish that I could like, I want to do it again. Like, why are there? Yeah. Is there anything like last night? I was like, I wish there was like one going on right now. Everything so, is like, far, and everything is like so far. time consuming. Yeah, that's the and problem. it's like you want to get there, and you don't want to wait a long time. And yeah, you want to like fit in, <laughs> like right away, yeah. and be like. This is it. So like, I love wh- I love meeting people. That's like another thing. Yeah. So it's cool that like this is like a cool way that's like conducive to meeting people. Right. It's like the fourth time I've said conducive in this whole thing. But uh, <laughs> it's okay. But, I have yeah. verbal stuff that I say all the time, so it's <laughs> fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was. But yeah, like, when it's, I went it's... to Bar Thirteen, what was just so like uh, tricky about that was I was really nervous because I heard from BJ like. That a lot of people did like a lot more like offensive stuff than I do, and yeah. I was like encouraged. So I was like, I don't do. I have like two racial jokes. Like I don't do that type of humor. So it's like, right. how am I going to fit in with that? And then I ended up doing pretty well there. I did great there, and I was like, yeah, this is great. But it's, it's always that thing of like, what is it going to be? And also, it's it's always just being like, okay, you want to get. That's the hard thing is when something's far, you just want to be like. I hope it's worth it because I've always felt so bad when I take him like John somewhere to a mic and it's terrible. And it's like, yeah, this is what it is. Yeah. Also that's sort of the thing that we sort of have to, uh, there are a lot of people who don't do comedy who maybe are friends or like family is 
they view it in such a glamorous way. Mm. And like stand is not glamorous at all. Yeah, no way. It's like, no, it's like people think like, oh, it's like bright lights and stuff. It's like, no, a lot of it is, you know, bars and basements and <laughs> and libraries. And libraries and crabbing places. And just and... anywhere, anywhere that they have it. And then it's like you gotta like tell people that it's a comedy show. Otherwise right. they're like, what the fuck is why does this guy and have a microphone? The funny thing is like with I talked to people who started like doing stand up during COVID and do like mostly Zoom stuff. It's like I feel like such an old person being like back in my day you used to go to a restaurant and have your mic set up there and ambush people with your shut with your mic. Yeah. It's just yeah, and you then just they'd get be here like, I'm trying to eat with my five year old daughter. Can you not talk about abortion on <laughs> Yeah. Well dude, that was like that that very first nip and tuck mic. And everybody just immediately, Angela was like, yeah, like, can we, like, this is our first time here. Let's, like, not blow the doors off the place with the offensive stuff. And then, like, and then everybody was just like, nah, fuck that. Yeah. And my mom was, like, surprised by that. And she's like, why wasn't anybody listening? And I was like, well, because uh, everyone has their set material, too. Yeah, that's true. Well, fuck that. I'm not going to come up with a new thing. Yeah, it's like, oh, I got to come up with new shit on the spot on the spot right now so it's like to me it's like i thought it was cool that like rager was like oh i'm not gonna curse that's the one thing i'll do um, i won't yeah, curse that's, that's, yeah i remember that and then his thing was like well what counts as cursing and what doesn't can i say that's the like yeah that was this whole thing it was like and to me i was like my stuff is never dirty like in language like i don't curse a whole bunch on stage yeah, but it's like it's dirty in subject matter, so it's like yeah. It's I like, try I not to curse, but you can like listen. your your yeah. kid, if your kid is fifteen and up, they'll be fine listening. To <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Even younger, I don't know. I started that. See, that's the thing is, like, I try to cur- I try not to curse as much as I do. I try, I've been trying to like step back, like specifically how much I say fuck, just in life in general. Yeah, because yeah. I'm just like, dude, like. If I could just like cut it out like a bit, uh, that'll probably be good. Um, but right. it's tough. It's like just ingrained into you. Sometimes it slips out, you know. Right. Yeah. To me, I'm always like, I just try to keep that barrier of like, what word do I use? And also, what word is like, you have to pepper it in at the right time to be like, okay, what has more impact on this? Yeah. Right. Like, this exactly. Is... It's like there's always yeah, there's all that shit. Yeah. So, uh, thank you so much for doing this, man. Uh, yeah, dude, it was so thanks. cool to just have you on. I'm so sorry that we started a little bit later. Oh, uh, no, it's it's fine, but it's like... that you have like a Sunday. Like, I like doing Sundays with people because usually they have like nothing going on. And it's... Yeah, it's like a Sundays are like a super leisurely day for me. Like, other than that, like, all I do is work. So, like, Sundays okay. are like the day where I'm like, I'm, I'm literally not doing anything at all today. So it was perfect. It worked. What out. do you do for work? Uh, I do a lot of stuff. I work for, um, but like I guess the the one that eats up most of my time is uh, I'm an audio engineer. So I do like uh, like mixing and cleanups and stuff. But uh, I work for the studio based out of New York, and one of our clients is Peloton. So it's like I'm just usually just editing and mixing episodes for Peloton. So. All right, well, 
thanks so much for doing this. Do you, what's your uh, social media stuff? Um, so my band's Instagram is at underscore wet brain underscore. Uh, my personal is at hunk Hogan and that's it really. Oh, on, that's a great name. <laughs> hunk Hogan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it's one of those things where it's like, you ever like come up with like, I wonder if anybody's thought of this before for a username and you just put it in and it just happens to work. It's like, Oh shit. I got lucky. Right. When I did that, I was just like, Oh shit. Like I was like, nobody right. beat, nobody beat me to that. How did no one beat me to that? Right. It's like I yeah. didn't have to put an underscore or <laughs> no underscore, nothing. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, are yeah, you on Twitter? Do you have a Twitter? I have a Twitter. My Twitter is just at Rudy Meyer. Okay. Because, That's like, it. even if you don't use it, I can just, you know, I usually put, a, I have a, a Twitter page for this. So I usually oh, right advertise yeah. it so, if people have it. Um, yeah. Like if cool. people have it, because, like, anywhere that I can advertise and all. Use that yeah, sound, I like, should I should get more on the Twitter, I guess. Twitter is uh I wouldn't recommend it. Like <laughs> cesspool, I know. Yeah. To me I'm always like the one thing, like one of my I have it as my pinned like Twitter comment, which I think is great advice, is there's so many different areas of Twitter to be on. It's good to be on different areas instead of just the two main things mm-hmm. of just like news and pop culture. Mm-hmm. Because then you'll just be drive yourself crazy. Right, with different yeah. opinions and stuff, but it's like if you're into football or whatever, just pay attention to that. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's cool to like follow like comedians, and that's one thing that I love about like my Facebook is like I always say like, even though it might be a lot and like crazy, like at least our Facebook is better than our our like parents, where all they see is just you know bad memes from fellow aunts and uncles and. Yeah, and like pictures like... of kids and stuff. It's like yeah. at least we get to have like see memes and jokes and stuff. Yeah, for real. <laughs> you like this is the most entertaining thing. Of, like, yeah, what to do? And then and you mindlessly scroll and scroll and scroll. Right. And it's cool, like to meet. That's the one thing that was really cool was to go to different when you're going to different mics and stuff. And like the really cool thing is uh, when we were talking about like how I listen to a lot of comedians on spotify is like if i find them on facebook and i'll be like oh i have like 15 mutual friends with this person yeah <laughs> it's right? like oh that's fine <laughs> it's like this yeah. is the funniest comic in idaho and it's yeah like, and it's three friends yeah, yeah show, and it's yeah. like it's weird it's like it makes the world so small yeah which is and cool. i bet you have that with music like did you have that a lot like when you went on social media with like your band okay well so so check this out so that band that i was telling you i played drums in that band dentist yeah like small world joe list follows dentist oh that's so cool which it was like oh that's crazy like i don't know i just found that that's just like whatever or it's like you find out like oh this person that i know from doing this also knows this person that's like you know like a happening comedian or whatever right yeah like a happening from a happening band and they're like bffs and it's like Oh my God, you're friends with the blue check mark? That's crazy. Right. But, yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really cool thing. So, uh, thank you so much for doing this, man. Uh, yeah, dude, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Can't wait to see you again in uh, person. That's always fun. You know. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'm, I'm probably going to come out to a couple. I don't know if Nip and Tuck is happening, but I think it might be. Out. 
if it is, then I'll probably be there. Right. Uh, if not, I'm definitely trying to hit Murphy's on Tuesday. Oh yeah, Murphy's, but I yeah, got yeah. uh If not, I might not because uh, we're doing like band practice with Vin Brew. Right. So, but you know, we'll see. Either way, I'm sure I'll see you this week. All right. Cool, man. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. All right. Peace.